Yay Networks. It's been a year since the cadaver-in-chief walked out of Afghanistan, leaving 13 dead Marines. Just on that day, countless other dead soldiers, American and otherwise, and according to the cadaver-in-chief, only 100 Americans were left behind. We're not supposed to leave any Americans behind, you puppet. Hello and welcome to Evil Lawyer's Guide to Life. I am the Evil Lawyer and you are not. Got a little gift for you. If you listen to the whole show, I'm going to give you a magic word at the end. The first person to contact me through our website, www.evillawyersguide.com, I will record your outgoing message. Just the first person. I'm not doing 10,000 outgoing messages, guys. The first person to contact me at evillawyersguide.com. You got to listen to the end of the show, though, because I'm not going to give you the magic word until then, because this one's kind of thick and governmenty. Governmenty. Sounds like a really sad, sad flavor of gum. You want some governmenty gum? Sounds like something straight out of the book, 1984. Only a hundred Americans left behind, according to the cadaver-in-chief, the meat puppet in charge. But the lowest estimate from somebody who actually has a pulse is 800. And the higher estimates are in the 3,000 to 4,000 to maybe 5,000 Americans. And a lot more than that, if you count the Afghanis who were on our side against the Taliban who were left behind. But you probably can't count them because they've all been burned alive. Shovel up the ashes. Not sure. Should I tell the bad joke? Should I tell the bad joke? How do you fit a hundred Afghani American sympathizers in a Volkswagen? You use the... Anyway, since we left Afghanistan, it's a good thing the Taliban kept all of their... Wait a minute. They didn't keep any of their promises. But as Hillary would say... What difference does it make? 100, 800, 5,000, 85 million dollars. You know, 85 million dollars in armaments. We armed the Taliban better than we've ever armed any country when we were on their side. 85 billion dollars. I think that's more than we've sent to the uh, Ukrainians. Of course, they don't get all of that. Only about 30% of what we send over there actually goes to anybody fighting that war in the most corrupt country on the planet. Um, We don't know where the rest of it goes, but I can assure you, in my opinion, 10% of it goes to the big guy. Taliban swept through Afghanistan in nine days. Nine days. Remember when they were saying it would be, it'll take them years. It'll take them years. And now, armed with our $85 billion in cash and prizes that we left behind, they're making inroads into Iraq. Yeah, we've all seen this movie before, and unfortunately the last time it ended with two towers falling and over 3,000 Americans dead. But, you know, in order to understand this, we got to go back to where it all kind of started. I'm not going to go all the way back to a war that lasted for 20 years that we 
Yeah. I'm not going to give my opinion on whether we should have ever gotten in it or not. But let's at least go back to what the cadaver in chief did, but he was still somewhat sentient, shall we? <sighs> On August the 14th, the Taliban seized control. This is after we started pulling out of Hassanabad. And then uh, they delivered a televised address saying that they were consulting to end the fighting and revitalize the Afghani armed forces, and the Taliban rolled over them like Sherman, um, basically burning his way to the East Coast after the Civil War. Anybody remember that? Got some really old listeners, but I doubt any of you remember that. But a Taliban spokesman back then promised that uh, they would guard everything and make sure that everybody got out and then we got the um eva- the, the fall of saigon pictures those were actually one of them was on mainstream media people hanging onto those airplanes but most of them were not and remember we didn't get everybody out wonder what happened to all those people that we didn't get out you know you see those videos of folks uh, having their heads chopped off for being christians over in that part of the country and people being burned alive in giant bird cages and you got to wonder if that's what you get for having a bible i wonder what you get for helping the united states the great satan as they all call us i wonder what you get for that you probably get your head cut off while being burned alive in a giant bird ca- Now, actually, that might make it a little bit easier. Anyway, the Taliban is back to their usual stuff. They have outlawed women. <laughs> they have outlawed women. Basically, um, they did promise us that they would not pick on women or gays. They would not throw gay people off of roofs anymore. That was the old Taliban. That was not the kinder, gentler Taliban that we gave $85 billion worth of cash and prizes, mostly weapons, to. No, that was the old Taliban. We're the new Taliban. We're not going to be anything like those bastards. They were horrible. We're not going to. And they're chucking gays off roofs again and making women wear burkas with just a peephole in them. And girls can no longer go to school and women can no longer drive. The number of Afghans living below the poverty line has approached 97% of the population. And there's a humanitarian crisis going on where we're having to send $8 billion in food to the Taliban to make sure that they got the physical strength to operate. Operate the $85 billion in weapons we left behind when they go into Iraq and begin building yet another caliphate. I wonder what towers they're going to attack this time. I wonder how much this has to do with the fact that New York is warning people what to do in case there is a radiological event. What is a radiological event, you ask? It is a nuclear event that doesn't involve missiles raining down on New York, because in that case, there's really nothing you can do. But in case of a radiological event, you're supposed to go inside your building and stay there. Putting your head between your legs and kissing your ass goodbye is optional. You're supposed to stay there until advised by the authorities. Given what the authorities have been telling us for the last couple of years, 
putting your head between your legs and kissing your ass goodbye sounds like a viable option coming from these authorities that we're dealing with now. These unelected bureaucrats, these unelected plutocrats, these unelected politicians. When's the last time we had an honest election? When is the, you know what? Our election system is more broken than the Afghans' election system. At least everybody on the planet except for the cadaver in charge knew exactly what they were going to get when we pulled out all forces. We could have kept one base. We could have kept one base there and stopped all of this. But no, no. The cadaver in chief had to start signing those executive orders as fast as he could in order to take us off of the fossil fuel system, no matter how much terrorism, starvation, and death that involves. Because it all relates back to his twisted, maniacal climate. Not going to swear. I'm not going to swear. So if you're a woman in Afghanistan, you are now back in the Islam version of the 13th century, I believe. I'm not really sure. Someone fact-checked me on that. Burkas are back. Burkas are back. Um, not just for the fall. You know, they're being seen on runways everywhere. Um... You're going to have to have your brothers or another man with you at all times if you don't want to be stoned to death. And they say, and by they I mean the left, they say that we are savages. And by we I mean people on the right. But, you know, they also support regimes that still stone people to death for not bringing their brother with them when they leave the house. No driving, I think we already covered that, no driving and no school, allegedly after sixth grade. But given what I know about this group, I'm sure that most women have already had a couple of kids. By the time they get to sixth grade, probably don't have time for school anyway, when you and your brother. Speaking of women and their brothers. No one has talked about Ilhan Omar and her husband brother in a long time. You want me to do a show on it? Send me an email because it's fallen out of the news. And the closer we get to November, the less news we get about the people who may or may not be coming up for re-election in November. So we need somebody, I volunteer, to go out and start digging up all the dirt we could spill on these folks and try and ruin their campaigns before November. Unless everybody already knows who they're going to vote for, and I'm pretty sure that everybody who counts the votes already knows who we're all going to vote for. Go over to the uh, liberal liberal talk, liberal book. Go over there and look at what the left is saying about the elections and the projected numbers that they are putting up are absolute shutouts. Blue wave across the board. Anyone running as a Republican or an independent is going to just get destroyed according to the numbers. They are front-loading into your brains so when they steal another election, you won't think it's been stolen. Yeah, I think I think we would have better chance of voting in Afghanistan. I mean, at least you know, you you, you scrawl your ballot on a rock, you throw it at that woman who left the house without a man. They pick them all up, they count them. They're like, hey, the Taliban won. All right, well, you know, another twenty years of oppression. 
you know, we're so busy trying to be so woke in this country that we've completely forgotten about our complicity in the absolute destruction of people who are just trying to be normal in other countries. And I'm talking about our cadaver-in-chief, that meat puppet himself that decided to pull the pin on this grenade. You know, by the time the bombs fall on New York or the dirty bombs are ignited or whatever these folks are planning, by the time Iraq falls to the Taliban, by the time all that happens... Joe Biden will be lubing up pitchforks in the afterlife if he's not already. You know, we're we're in a time, you know, I, I always, you know, when I was a kid, I watched that movie Weekend at Bernie's. And when I was a little bit older, I watched a movie called Idiocracy. And if you haven't seen them, you should probably check them out because we are living the double feature of Weekend at Bernie's and Idiocracy. And should I take the time to explain? I mean, okay, Weekend at Bernie's, Bernie was this guy. He was dead. But they were toting him around and going to all these parties. I think they made about three of them. Like he was still alive. Kind of like Joe Biden. Idiocracy was a movie about... Uh, had one of the Wilson brothers in it. Owen or Luke. I don't know. The, the one whose nose doesn't look like it was set on fire and put out with a hatchet. Um, Idiocracy... Uh, it was done by Mike Judge from Beavis and Butthead, by the way, was about uh, how the Americans just got dumber and dumber and dumber. And these people woke up 20 years later and the country was being run by complete idiots. And like I said, we are living a double feature of Weekend at Bernie's and Idiocracy. And I just really never thought that those movies, those comedies, would turn out to be documentaries a couple of decades after their release. I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're on Prime for free or uh, can you look that up for no you got to pay for them check out YouTube they're probably on YouTube I'm sure some uh, Afghani hacker has uploaded them laughing his self all the way to the little Afghani hacker bank with his portion of that 85 billion dollars that we threw down the toilet over there so where do we go from here Anybody figured out yet that um, we are no longer a government of the people for the people? I mean, would anybody have voted for this? And I'm, I, I don't want to really get into what happened leading up to this for the 20 years that we were over there. I don't want to offend some people. I know who were there because it's definitely not their fault. But um, we didn't have to be over there for 20 years. And we didn't have to leave when we did. And we certainly didn't have to leave like we did. There were so many different options. As a matter of fact, we did a show about this, um, oddly enough, a year ago, about the different options open to the cadaver-in-chief to um, basically end the Afghani war without opening our nation to more rounds of extreme terrorism and without losing a tremendous amount of money and a lot of American manpower. You know, those people left behind, those are ours. Jimmy Carter lost a re-election campaign largely in part of hostages in Iran. It was a lot less than the 100 Biden admits, a lot less than the 800 the left admits, a lot less than the 3,500 to 5,000 people who can actually math admit. A whole lot less. 
So what did we leave behind? Well, we left behind pallets of cash. We left behind 2,000 armored vehicles. We left behind over 40 aircraft. We left behind Black Hawks, Scout Attack helicopters, and Scan Eagle drones. We left behind 600,000 fully automatic weapons. 600,000 fully automatic weapons. Remember that the next time your gun-grabbing senator says that you shouldn't be able to own even a semi-automatic weapon. That we left behind 600,000. Now, the Republicans have demanded a full accounting of what was left behind and have never been able to get it. 25 senators asked for it stating it is unconscionable that high-tech military equipment paid for by U.S. taxpayers, that's you in the U.S., have been given to the Taliban and their terrorist allies. More than 200 missing aircraft. And then again, the Blackhawks that I already talked about. And our officials said... We really hope that the aircraft will be too tricky to maintain and fly. So basically, our cadaver-in-chief's strategy for preventing the Taliban and the other terrorists over there from using this equipment against us and our allies was, I, 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 I hope they're too stupid to figure out how to use it. Well, they weren't too stupid to figure out how to use those 747s, were they, Barack Biden? They weren't too stupid to figure that out. Hey, those guys learned how to fly those planes into those towers in one of our very own schools for pilots. Makes you wonder how many Taliban guys, I can't say and gals because there aren't any, have crossed our southern border or in schools right now learning how to fly those planes. It makes you wonder. Since our southern border is something we're not going to talk about today, aside from the fact that Kamala is in charge of it. So if he's really pushing up daisies, that's what we're going to get. I will end the show with my usual call to action. Great review. Vote in November. The magic word is Marxist. If you're the first person to email that to me or send it on our contact form, I always say email, um, I will record your outgoing message on your phone. If you're the second through the 10,000th person to send it, try again next week. I am the evil lawyer. You are not. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you in seven days.